Welcome to the Drums Anatomy of an Ad podcast, sponsored by ACAST. I'm Amy Houston, reporter at The Drum, and in this series, I'll be chatting with creatives about some of the most talked about ads and dissecting what makes them great. Today, we're speaking to Jules Chalky, who is Chief Executive Creative Director at Ogilvy UK. So basically, the reason I wanted to speak to you about this particular campaign is I felt like it was such an important topic when I watched the video. I was kind of struck by you don't really see videos like that in advertising at all. And I think even just the subject of sex can be so taboo. So really just breaking down some of those barriers, I kind of just wanted to pick your brains on that, if that's cool. Um, So I thought maybe a good place to start would be to speak a little bit about the brief that Relate had set you guys. It actually came, Amy... So we were looking at, um, in the the agency, we were looking at cultural narratives uh, and we're really interested in behaviour change at Ogilvy because I think that's the sort of work we want to do has to have a sort of a powerful behaviour change mechanism to it. And we were looking at themes and conversations that we feel should be had but they aren't being had. And there was this amazing statistic which is that the fastest rising cases of sexually transmitted disease were in the over 65s. So out of the whole uh, uh, UK, the fastest right cases of STIs was in, in that age group. Wow, that's quite something. I did not know that at all. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So, so we were thinking, well, that, that's, how's that working? That's kind of <laughs> mad. That's, there's something very big happening mm-hmm. we're not talking. Yeah. And so we started looking into, um, it was quite a long journey actually, before we, we started looking into this saying, look, well, there's obviously a conversation around sex in later life that isn't being had. And why isn't it being had? Because actually people, I think, in the UK often think that uh, old people wouldn't, shouldn't, and probably couldn't have sex, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous actually, because they do, and often and the upside of it is immeasurable. So on well-being, on health, you know, just on, on physical physical benefit of sex in yeah. life is amazing. It's a slightly different sex, but it's still uh, incredibly important. Yeah. And I think the, the, what's interesting is society uh, has shied away from it. it, it it's sort of it's flinched when when. The subject matter is brought up. It's something I think everyone sort of puts their head in a, you know, under a blanket about. They don't want to think about it. Don't want to talk about it. Actually, it's really important that that we open the subject matter up because, like I say, the benefits to later life are immeasurable. But what I think uh, is interesting is that society hasn't, or, or our marketing industry hasn't worked out how to talk to that age group mm-hmm. and how to portray them. And, and I think we went on this amazing journey with Relate about how to talk to that audience in a way that is authentic, it's uh, respectful, it's celebratory and, 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 and joyous. Because I think the thing about that audience is people think they're just these people who are sort of waiting to die, that don't have any money, are deeply frail and, you know, just kind of on this sort of low, slow trajectory down. And it's not true. They are really wealthy. They are probably the most wealthy generation in the UK. They are not going gracefully. They are trying to live their life as much as they can. And they've got the means and the money to do it. 
It's like millennials with, with cash, basically. And, and, and I think that's where it started, really. No, that sounds that sounds so interesting. And just what you were saying about um, the STIs, that actually is quite shocking to me. I had no idea. And yeah. it seems like, like you were saying, the media or our industry as a whole just kind of shies away from including these very vibrant characters. We're actually, yeah. they probably have so many interesting stories. If we tapped into that, it would make, you know, brilliant campaigns, which is what you guys have done. So yeah. what did the, the kind of creative, creative process look like you know in the beginning stages and then kind of throughout I know I think you've worked with Rankin on this um, campaign which you know when I first seen it and then you realise that it's Rankin it's so obviously him as well just the way that it's shot and especially like the photographs yeah he seems the perfect fit for a campaign like this yeah he is good he is good I mean what the first thing we did that was was uh, creative the first sort of creative act was we googled sex in later life and then (laughs) Look for image, and do you know what? There is no imagery. Wow. There's no, I mean, obviously there's porn stuff, but that's yeah. yeah, but there, there's nothing. There's nothing there celebrating aging bodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was literally just blank, and uh, we thought that is really interesting. So, so we wanted to, in a way, populate. We uh, we we literally set out to go to populate that space with beautiful photographs. And we thought, actually, no one's really celebrating the aging body. And we, and we, at this point, we were talking to Relays and we were talking to the age group and we were showing, um, we had this one image of a, an 85-year-old just looking amazing in a bra. And everyone was going, oh, my God, you never see that. You never see that celebration, joyousness of that age group uh, and their body. And their bodies are amazing. Yeah. And as soon as and as soon as we started to do that, we just it, it just was like there was only one person who was going to shoot that, and and that was Rankin because he's just so good at capturing the spirit of people. And we were talking to relate a lot at the time about the language and the, and the humour and you know and we were working with their sex therapists about what you can and can't say and where where the line is and we we'd written a load of stuff that we thought was too over the top and a bit ridiculous. And the sex therapist, and I thought, oh, God, we're going to just get absolutely... Because you've got to be authentic. Yeah. And she was like, you need to be ruder, you need to be cheekier, you need to be funnier, you need to be, you know, all of these things. She said, because everyone assumes that as you get older, you lose your sense of humour, your idea of cheek, and it's simply not true. So from a visual side, we were doing that, and then from a writing side, we were going, what's the cheekiest, wittiest naughtiest, attention-grabbing thing we can write on a poster. And we started writing those. And, and most of them stayed in the, in the work, actually. That's great that they were kind of up for that as well, I guess. That was pretty, yeah. yeah. Bit of a uh, yeah. dream partnership, it seems like. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? I think everyone who was, everyone from our side was learning about this audience. Yeah. As we along, you know, we didn't really know anything like we should have done. But I think now we do, you know, I think that's, that's, that's been the good journey. Yeah, definitely. And do you think, obviously, learning about this new audience, you'll kind of take that with you in future campaigns that you're working with, uh, working yeah. on, sorry? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, and, and the approach to all audiences that, you know, just, you have to go in and have so much respect for them and really understand them and talk to them in the way that they want to be talked to and 
or treated as other things or odd things, you know. And that, I mean, Rankin is amazing at that. So on the shoot, Rankin was just getting it. I mean, he is quite a cheeky chappy. So he was getting so much out of them. So <laughs> That's brilliant. I'd love to have seen that. So in terms of the film, how did you go about selecting? I think you said there was five people um, featured in the campaign. Is that right? Or maybe I read that somewhere. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's uh, individuals and then there's five couples. And we wanted a really strong cross-section of society. And, um, you know, we had someone there who's lost their partner, still thinks about them yeah. um, we had someone who's had a double mastectomy and, and then really we just wanted to sort of uh, it was a, the, the casting process was just very we just wanted to represent as many people as we could uh, it was a very gentle casting process it was like a series of conversations and then another conversation and then another conversation around would you be interested in working with Rankin and another conversation around you know if you wanted to talk about your sex life be open and everyone was really uh, like yeah, great. I'd love to. You know, that's I'm not uncomfortable about talking about it at all. Yeah. And then and then um, and they all had slightly different stories and and then I think uh, when Rankin got the camera out, uh, they they just started talking in a way that was just very honest and open and really beautiful actually. I think. Yeah. Um, we had um, an intimacy coach on set, which we right. thought was really important, really important, uh, and that just kind of. You know, set a really nice atmosphere. You know, no one had to do anything they didn't want to do. It was just really um, about them expressing themselves and telling their stories, and I think that came out. It was yeah. funny. Yeah, I mean, it definitely came across in the film, and I think something that struck me as well was, you know, it wasn't just about, like, sex. It was about being intimate and just hearing them yeah. speaking about the sort of different iterations of that I found really interesting. Yeah, and it, it's, really, it's really warm. Yeah, um, and I think especially, you know, coming off the back of the year, the, the two years that we've had, and, you know, there's so many conversations about older the older generation being a bit lonely, and I think it was just really refreshing to sort of hear those stories of, you know, people being intimate with each other and sharing that connection. I thought it was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the other question I was going to ask you, what was the reception to the ad like from the your audience and... Um, so, I mean, it, what was really interesting, I thought this was a uniquely British, you know, we don't want to talk about sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, step up for a lip type thing. Yeah, we can talk about that, you know, you know turn the lights off. <laughs> and um, it just hit a real nerve, mm. you know. Um, it, 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 I, was re- I was really delighted, but also kind of quite amazed at how it just, it just it took off and all the papers were writing about it. Yeah. Magazine, magazine articles are coming out of it. You know, there was there some TV clips and radio shows were talking about it. And, it, and I think, I think what we we always try to make the beginning of a conversation because it's something we need to talk about. And it just it just and it did that really brilliantly. But it, but what was really interesting was it, it also kicked off a conversation in places like Italy and Spain and Europe right. and travelled to Eastern Europe and then it went to America and South America and there's like TV shows and stuff like that. Wow. And the numbers globally are in the billions. It was kind of, it's a, it's a, it became a global truth. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I think that was one of the things that struck me about the campaign as well is just that it was obviously a catalyst 
to get people to open up, people of all ages or even just people like myself, younger people, to realise, you know, life doesn't just end at 50 yeah. or what, you know, it goes on and it can be really beautiful and that's a lovely thing. I mean, it was, um, organisations like Lad Bible were picking up on it and going, so, so it sort of, you know, it sort of gives you sort of. I mean, I was going to say something to look forward to, but that's that's a funny thing to say. But it gives you it gives you an it gives you a sense of hope and yeah. and that actually old age is something to to celebrate and be joyous about, not not you know forgotten about or hidden away. Yeah, or to to worry about or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's quite reassuring. Um, so, how do you think that the industry as a whole could be more inclusive to Older people, um, specifically. Uh, that's a really good question. I think um, you've got to start by understanding the audience, and 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 uh, you know I think they are an extremely relevant audience for our industry. You know, there's this obsession with youth that we have as an yeah. industry. I think, but I think we should have an obsession with all age groups and all 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 to, all, all, all people and all backgrounds because you know to be excluding is appalling and and I think that you know even I have a lack of knowledge about that audience you know yeah. and I think you know I think that they have an enormous you know just from a sort of practical point of view they have enormous buying power mm-hmm. you know, they're really important to, to commerce and you know the industry and, and what we do and I think um, you know I think you have to kind of learn really learn and understand the audience you're talking to about, you know, how they feel and talk to them. And, you know, we spent a lot of time talking to people, showing them pictures, the, the sort of pictures that we wanted to shoot and, and talking to them about how they felt about it. And I think that's really important. I think you've got to, you've got to open your mind and, and, and go and hear their stories. Because people have great things to say. People have great yeah, stories. Definitely. Of every generation. Absolutely. And I think as well, I've certainly found just with like grandparents and things like that, they are they do tend to be the cheekiest ones in the room. They do have stories to tell. Yeah. So yeah. Blushing. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think that's really you know, as we get older, we don't change really. No. Our bodies. Yeah. But, we don't. but our essence doesn't. Yeah, I totally agree. Um. Okay. Well, thank you so much for Thanks. this. Well, thank you for putting it into the, 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 the creative rankings. That's, a, that's a, an honour. It's amazing. No problem at all. Well, I hope you have a nice weekend. <laughs> Bye. Bye.